Seeker and or its affiliates are not responsible for any strange phenomena that may occur during or after listening to this podcast, which may include the following. Heightened senses of awareness, psychic abilities, UFO sightings, alien contact, time loss, out-of-body experiences, ringing in the ears, ESP, lucid dreaming, increased synchronicities, astral projection, telepathy, stronger intuition, levitation, miraculous healings, and or remote viewing. Please be advised to listen at your own discretion. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? True Seeker here, True Seeker Podcast. Going live with you guys. Um, doing a QA. Gonna be speaking about some stuff this morning. That's in the news. Maybe some stuff that's near and dear to my heart as well. I wanted to uh make sure I went live. I was supposed to have a guest lined up this morning, but um there was a no-show. So even though they were a no-show, I wanted to do a show regardless. Go live and Talk about some things that, uh, like I said, are in the news and some things I've had on my heart, some questions that some people have brought up, give you guys some updates and really just hang out with the chat because I love you guys so much. So got a couple things written down here I want to talk about. I want to um, thank everybody again every time I go live, anytime I get the chance to, I want to say thank you for uh, being enablers, enabling me to do what I do for a living. Uh, everybody who is supporting my work on Patreon from the least to the greatest Everybody who contributes over there, I couldn't do this without you. So uh, we have two new patrons within this last week or so. Give a shout out to Jonathan Santiago. Brother, thank you for coming on board again. And um, Shannon Lewis, which is here locally. uh, She came on board as a patron supporter as well. Funny thing about Shannon, uh, this was one of the few times that uh, I've been recognized locally for being a celebrity or whatever the case is. But anyway, she, uh, we were, um, me and my wife were eating at a Mexican restaurant and, uh, we got up to leave and this lady kept eyeing me. She's with her husband and kid and she kept looking at me and I'm, you know, I'm just trying to be cordial and stuff. And she's like, Oh my God, are you true seeker? So yes, I'm true seeker. How are you? She's like, Oh my God, I love your work. I'm, my name is Shannon and stuff. So anyway, it was uh, like one of the first times that, uh, I was recognized in public. Anyway, she became, patron thank you shannon she was in the school of the mystics with us the other night as well had a, had a really good discussion um those of you who support my work you get access to my entire discography 
you get um 10 plus albums exclusive bunch of exclusive stuff you also get access to the school of the mystics every thursday night so uh that's what we do there thursday night 7 p.m it's the community aspect to what we do so uh head on over there check that out um i'm a little glazed over i guess you can say we had a long day yesterday uh went to the beach over here in uh, fort walton in destin and the sun was beaming and the uh the waves were insane man there was a red flag out we drove like two and a half hours two hours to be there we wanted to get in we went to the little bay area which was calm but there was a lot of uh seaweed and and fish out there so the kids didn't like that i had fun looking at all the marine life and snorkeling and stuff me and my wife did but kids wanted to go back to where the big waves were we showed up at the where the big waves were and was like nah we can't do this it waves be done took one of y'all out there so went to the bay then we went back to where the big waves were like i said red flag out it was, in, it was intense and um anyway those waves beat us up so we stayed out there for a while in the sun and the waves beating us up so this morning that with all of the the salt refreshing you i'm really uh tired right now but i wanted to go live so it may sound a little little dull maybe less animated i'm not sure anyway that would explain that i uh, had a great father's day got a really cool gift right here from my family this if you guys are watching on the stream you'll see this is a uh et mug fitting for the conversation so it's an et mug from that avon put out back in the 80s this is from 1983 so thought that was a really cool gift. They got me this retro ET mug. And if you guys want to see it, you can go to my Instagram. It's on there as well. Those of you listening on the podcast in pretty cool gift for Father's Day. I would say I got a bunch of cool stuff. I also got this uh, racing chair is what they call it. This is what I'm sitting in. I got this was an early Father's Day present, too. So I got that and really cool stuff. I really enjoyed myself. Father's Day went ate good and. I uh, was able to spend time with my father-in-law for dinner and stuff, too. So that's what's up. But to talk a little bit about some of the topics at hand, I want to talk about aliens. I'm going to go ahead and jump into um, what I have pulled up about Donald Trump, because mostly I've titled this Donald Trump and the Space Force. And so I'm going to play a video for you guys who haven't seen this. This is, well, if I can find it on my right quick this is a video of donald trump which just came out i think yesterday breaking president trump orders u.s military to form a space force military branch and uh trump says we must have america american dominance in space this is real um, he actually gave a briefing and spoke on it and we're going to play that video i may pause it in between so that hopefully I don't get flagged on YouTube for showing this video, but I'm going to go ahead and pull the video up here. Those of you watching, um, at right there. Okay. All right. I'm going to play it for you. Those of you watching, I'll do commentary in between, but this is pretty interesting. When it comes to defending America, it is not enough to merely have an American presence in space. We must have American dominance in space when it comes to defending america we don't just need 
American presence in space, but dominance. So important. A very important. So important. Importantly, I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a space force. Immediately establish a space force. As the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement. Big statement. We are yeah. going to have the well, air Trump, force. Trump's telling you this. You're putting this out. It's a big statement. We are going to have the air force and we are going to have the space force. Separate but equal. Air force, space force. Two different things. It is going to be something so important. General Dunford, if you would carry that assignment out, I would be very greatly honored also. Where's General Dunford? General? Got it? Let's go get it, General. A lot of this stuff is is tying together. Um, I can give you my concerns, um, what I see. I've been having a lot more um, alien dreams lately. I had a scary one the other day. It wasn't it wasn't a scary dream. It's just like when those jokers, like if you look, see the. It wasn't even the classic alien gray. It was something similar, but it's scary. It's different. It's something otherworldly. Like it's going to scare you in the, in the Bible when, um, uh, the disciples or prophets were met by an angel. They fell on their face in fear and terror. Um, it could be scary, man. Just just to see something different. I mean. James Gilliland talks about like not being prejudiced about what type of alien it is or what it looks like or whatever the case is. Many people are still prejudiced over the skin color and and they're afraid of the skin color of human beings on the earth, right? A lot of black people, a lot of white people are scared of black people. A lot of black people scared of white people. We had this conversation the other day. I've and I've been doing rap music for a long time and I've had the chance to go into a lot of the black neighborhoods the ghettos the hood or whatever um my whole life and um it's a different culture man like all of these living situations are different you know what I'm saying so I've had the chance to go there and I've you know it's been intimidating when we first started going to the hood a couple of white people driving around the hood I've had people step out in front of the car, try to flag us down. You know, <laughs> they looking it all in the car and all kind of just crazy stuff happening in there. We've we've been in the middle of the hood before where they did stop us. I was riding in the back seat. I was younger. It was in the, the, the Dirty 30 Atmo, Alabama. Um, they stopped us because they knew the driver, which was my cousin. And all of these, they one of them yelled and they just started running from every out of every freaking house and street corner and all these folks was surrounding the car they started rocking the car back and forth trying to flip it i had to grab my uh cousin and pull her out anyway that is different than driving through white suburbia white america it's different there's people who are scared when they go in there and rightfully so like you have to be aware of your surroundings no matter where you are but on the same token it's the reverse end because a lot of uh, the black guys and stuff that I've done music with over the years, they've been scared to come to my house because I live in a predominantly, I guess, white neighborhood, but I'm in the woods. I'm not in rich white suburbia. I'm in, I live in the woods. And so they think that 
you know, they've always been told that a white man is going to kidnap you and um, uh, white folks don't like black people. They're out here with shotguns and stuff like that. So they were, they're always scared to come here. I never could fathom that. I was like, no, we're supposed to be scared to go to your neighborhood. Why are you guys scared to come to mine? So that's something that's there. So, you know, I know I, and there's we could go really deep with that and even my experiences and getting over that and being okay with that. But um, to come back to the point is the fact that there's a lot of people who are still racist or scared of people who look just like them, but they're a different color. So when it comes to extraterrestrials or aliens, a lot of people may be bigoted because they don't look pleasing to their eye or they would scare them if they showed up just because they look different or there's the fear tactics, you know, with the black and white thing, the perfect example, you know, black people want to fight you, you know, white people, white cops want to kill black people, like all of these weird different, um, scenarios that are going on. The thing, the same things kind of happen with the aliens or with the extraterrestrials. Like they want to abduct you. They are evil. They are demons. Be careful. I mean, it's kind of the same thing that goes on with, the Muslims, the Muslims hate you. They're going to try to kill you. They want to take your freedoms. They want you to become a Muslim. Like some of that stuff may be true in some of these scenarios. Right. Um, but it's still that prejudice there or that bigotry. Um, there's even the notion that comes up as far as like what is scaring you. Um, many people believe that the extraterrestrials or angels have the ability to take the shape that they that they want you know and so i've heard many uh, stories of people who have said prayers and said things that don't show up in a form that is going to scare me please don't show up as a little gray man in the middle of the night standing at the foot of my bed please don't do that you know let's make more of a easier contact scenario you know what i'm saying and out of all the things i've seen all the experiences i've had with ets and with the angelic and the demonic, like, I still get, I still get scared. I can't lie to you. Like, some of those dreams and weird stuff that happens in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping, like, it's, it's, it's different, man. It's a little scary. So, there's that there of them just looking different. We have to get over that. We need to get over it, not be prejudiced, you know, and just accept any form that comes not be scared and not judge them by their appearance, right? There's too much of that going on anyway, especially when it comes to extraterrestrials, our space brothers, what the Catholic Church called them. So we're seeing Trump come out and talk about this. This stuff's been coming to a head for years. Like I said, when I mentioned the Pope talk, calling them our space brothers, um, this is something that there's been preparing for just a little bit, little bit, little bit over time. Uh, Reagan, back in his administration, had this very interesting speech. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'll pull it up. I don't know how much I can play of that. But um, a lot of people have, have talk, talked about this, but he uh, was addressing the United Nations and said that maybe the only thing that will bring the world together and bring about world peace is if the, that we're all fighting together against an outside invading force from outer space is what he says and says maybe this would be the only thing if we can band together to fight against this threat and so they've always been kind of playing with that scenario a little bit 
or maybe he knew something back then that we're just not, they're just now letting the American people or the world know about it just a little bit at a time because they believe that if they was to tell us everything at once, people would freak out. The religious leaders and things like that, like everybody would, would freak out. But as things change, as things happen in the earth, your religions have to adapt. Islam doesn't really want to adapt. Christianity is adapting. You know what I'm saying? They're, we look at the Catholic Church. They're adapting. Okay, aliens. Okay, where does this fit? Where does this fit into our religion? Okay, there are space brothers. Whatever. Jesus can save them. We'll baptize them. Those type of things. That's what the Catholic Church is talking about. Um, you're going to roll with the punches. You're going to conform. It's going to take time, but it's going to be part of your doctrine. Uh, we see that just with gay marriage in, in America and homosexuality. You know, when that first was introduced, all these pastors and all these people, they wouldn't budge. They fought against it. They fought against it. Now it's becoming part of the religion. They were born that way. There's uh, hormones that are that are differently and they're, they're built differently. So you have to accept it at first. They was budging. They was punching and kicking. They didn't want to. They didn't want to integrate with that. Um, but over time, it's, it's evolving. This Christianity is going to have to revolve, evolve if you're going to try to stay relevant in the culture. And most churches are seeker sensitive churches, and they're going to stay relevant and they're going to evolve with that. And say, well, a lot of people are still shaking their fists. I'm not going to evolve. I'm not going to bow down. This is what the Bible teaches, and this is what I'm for. That's for everything in American Christianity, though. American Christianity looks nothing like biblical Christianity, and it has evolved from all types of things, whether it was women teachers, women preachers, praying with your head covered, the way that you pray. Like Everything has evolved from what it started out as to what we have here in the melting pot of American Christianity. So, um, and I think the same thing is going to happen with homosexual marriage and homosexual pastors and homosexual worship leaders, you know, and at the end of the day, when it comes to that thing, I don't think one sin is, is greater than the next, you know what I'm saying? But there is those sins that are just out there in the open and homosexuality is one that carries a persona with it change the way you talk, you change the way your wrist bends, you adapt feminine qualities, like all of that stuff that comes with that. And honestly, that's one of the things that I, if I have anything against that movement is when people uh, adopt a persona that's not them. They change the way they talk. Trust me, I have many gay friends and it, it, it happens. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like the way it's pushed on children either, but I'm going to digress from that because that's not the subject matter I'm trying to make a point of the church is evolving. The church is going to have to evolve. If they're going to remain relevant in the culture, you're going to have to address the alien thing. We know that the majority in evangelical Christianity, when it comes to aliens or UFOs or whatever the case is, um, is demons. There are demons. Um, they're going to abduct you. They're demons. They're interdimensional devils. You know, this is what they believe. Um, I think that therefore they, you know, Christianity demonizes what they don't understand. That's kind of the easy way of looking at it. There's definitely a lot more going on, a lot more taking place than just angels and demons fighting in outer space. Now, Trump is talking about if that, if that is happening, if that scenario is happening, that angels and demons are fighting in outer space. Now we want to be right there in the middle of them fighting. 
Space Force. But I'm going to let you know. Just because they came out with this and told us this is old. This is old news. They've been doing this for years. If if we're putting if we're if they're letting you know that we're going to start sending troops to outer space, patrolling the skies, right? If that's really what what they're planning on doing, it's already happening. Therefore, a lot of the craft that you've seen has been back engineered technology. I don't even really you know, it there's a lot of technology out there. There is ships. I'm I'm more concerned with the the beings and and those that you think that are ships but are vehicles or vessels that are alive, which is known as the cherubim. There are there are living plasma ships that are those entities this they're alive. They're angels, light beings that are traveling the night skies. Every uh, they've been preparing this there's a lot of talk of the fake alien invasion uh, i i believe in that to a, to a degree there's the fake rapture that people are talking about what about abduction scenarios what about these things i believe in the my lab experiments i believe that they're military uh um induced Abductions that the military has set that up to push fear and hysteria w- within this. Um, they're doing this for a reason. They don't want you to make contact. To, to look at the playing field, just understand this, man. If you guys pick up anything, understand this. The good guys are out there. Those are the good guys. The bad guys are running this thing right now. The bad guys are the ones who are putting, who are, who are making it okay for us to eat fake food. Um, they're making it okay for us to eat plastic rice um they put wood chips and stuff within the food like all of this they they willingly uh market things with uh, spiritual esoteric tactics that they market to us to make us think we need things through advertising through music through jingles through mind control they they give us poison but they put it in the form of something that we think is good something that we think can help us that's evil like that's if that's where we even start and there's so much more that we can keep going into these people are wicked man these people are demonic these people are the serpent seed mentioned of in the bible the angelic realms the angelic host the heavenly host the scripture says watch the skies your help cometh from above those are the good guys man 100 percent. understand that scenario the battle of good and evil and understand who your government is, what these people do, what they're okay with, how their minds work. They're not the same. The ruling elite, the authority f- people, are not the same as us. The celebrities, they're not the same as us. These people are different, man. Some, something is up with these people. They function differently. I used to listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Um, he's like the bro. He's the cool bro brings cool stuff into the conversation he's in the mma all this kind of stuff he's the bro but if you listen to joe rogan long enough he makes fun of the guy working at AutoZone changing tires changing your oil he makes fun of those people in his conversation and that stuff just would turn my stomach and every now and then i would when when that kind of stuff would come up about what you do for a living he makes fun of 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 the uh the majority 
He makes fun of them. He laughs at their demise. That is demonic, man. This stuff comes out a little bit, even in, in his podcast, which is one of, one of the bros. Makes you feel like he's just like you. He's not, man. These people are different. There is a war going on. It is a war for your mind, a war for your consciousness, for your thought patterns. This is how demons act and operate. And so I just put out that little documentary thing, um, Persona. I hope you guys have watched that. But it goes into how demons get within your auric field and they, familiar spirits, try to speak in first person. They want you to think that you're them, right? This is this is what happens. So understanding what they use and who these people are. Like I said, they put poison in our food. And it's like when you would give medicine to a dog. A dog would never eat that medicine straight up. <laughs> they, they won't. You have to take the medicine. You have to put it in the form of a little cheeseburger or a dog treat or something. And they give it to you. Well, they're doing the same thing with us, but with poison, with things that are hurting our bodies, giving us cancer. Um, and they're okay with it. Like they're okay with a certain number of the population being sick. And it is insane. These people are wicked. Understand that scenario. Conspiracy theories. Like I don't really get into to that stuff anymore for a lot of reasons. I'd rather not deal with a theory. I'd rather just find the truth that's behind it. Not just chasing theories, running after all these theories. A lot of them are real. A lot of them in the end are, are proven real. But just to know this, if, if anything that you learn from a conspiracy theory is to know that the people who are in charge are wicked. There's nothing that you can tell me. There's nothing that you can do that will blow my mind to make me think something different. It wouldn't. There's nothing you can tell me to make me think uh, just to blow my mind, anything. So once you understand that, you're able to kind of move from the theories onto just truth and see what's the bigger picture at hand, what's going on. A fake alien invasion come together, fight against the enemy that's evading from outside. This is kind of the same thing that the, the American people do after 9-11. We band together. The people are banding together to fight against the outside force, which is the Muslims, which is whoever, whoever's the enemy at the time that's what they do it's order ab k you create the chaos so that you can be the good guy who creates the solution i'll never let anything happen to you i'm going to protect the american people we're going to fight against these space devils or space people put the, put the offense out there uh um the book of obadiah in the bible is a deep book and i've kind of referenced it here and there it's one chapter You'll never hear your pastor quote from it, but Obadiah talks about um, the enemies, the the wicked people in the earth, the ruling authorities, which have, it was the same spirits back then, like nothing's changed. We talk about spirits, people die, spirits don't die. The same spirits that Moses fought against are still in the earth. The same spirits that Jesus fought against are still in the earth. We're still dealing with these same spirits. It's the spirit of the age. Jesus tells you that these spirits are going to come back. There's good spirits. There's bad spirits, right? It's not just like, it's not just all the bad guys and all these demons are here. There's good spirits too. Spirit of Elijah, spirit of Moses, spirit of deep sleep, spirit of summer and spirit of peace, spirit of joy. Like we're dealing with a spiritual battle. They're still there. 
Obadiah talks about that those who would think to make their abode among the stars, that God would strike them down. They're going to try to reach God. Like they're going to try to overthrow God. They're trying to play God. Your government, your pharmaceutical industry, they're playing God. If you, I'm telling you, like with these, with the, the research and the studies, man, these people are wicked. These people, these ruling classes are taking the blood out of infants and, and shoot, injecting it into their body that hopefully they have found the fountain of youth. These are, these are the ruling class. These are the people who have the money to do that. They're trying to stay young, trying to stay vibrant. Stem cells research. I listen to Joe Rogan. Anytime he has any pain in his body, they shoot stem cells into their body. We talked about this just the other day, but I'll reiterate. You know what? I'm going to um, give me a second, guys. I'm going to pull this video up, and I'm going to try to play a little bit of it because I talked about it. But, uh, Ellen, Sandra, and Sandra Bullock. Let me see. I know I. Ellen was interviewing Sandra Bullock and talked to her about this facial that she does. And I'm going to play this. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to pause it and try to do commentary. Hopefully, I won't get pulled, man. These, this YouTube algorithm stuff, man. If they. They they could strike my channel and take away this ability to go live. So I'm just going to try to. We got to get the information out there, though. So let's see. Me and Webb. Here we go. All right. I want to play a little bit of this. But this is what your elite do. This is what the, the ruling class do, right? So we call it, I, well, I call it the penis facial. Penis facial. This is what she does. It's Access Hollywood or something. Okay. From a chin. But what is it? All right. Penis facial. That's what she does. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um. She's stuttering. She don't want to say it. She's laughing about it. Like, oh, I'm going to tell you guys what it is. Uh, a piece of skin. It's a piece of skin, guys. Uh, that came from a young person. A young person. A piece of skin. Um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract. Far, far away. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. What? TF. What did they say? Somehow figured out how to extract. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. Foreskin from a Korean baby. They're laughing. Oh. <laughs> this woman, I don't know how old. Let me Google this up. How old is Sandra Bullock? 53 years old. Look like she's 33. That's what it is. I, no, okay. Who I comes don't, up no, with I this? I call it the penis facial. And I think, I think when you see how good it is to your face, you too will run to your local facialist and say, Put give some me the penis. <laughs> That's disgusting. He said, because it works, they're willing to do that because it makes them look younger. These people are trying to play God because it makes her look younger. You're willing to take the foreskin from Korean babies after a C-section, take the, not C-section, uh, circumcision, take the foreskin, 
and and she she goes on to say, I don't want to play all of it because I'll get in trouble. But they have a little roller that goes over your face and it pokes little holes all in your face. Then they make a cream out of the foreskins from Korean babies. And they rub it in their face, rub it in their face. He says it looks like for the first day your face is red and rosy because they've made little bitty puncture holes all over their body. That's dis- that's that's disgusting, man. To to try to live forever, to try to play God, you're willing to do things like this. And we talked about this. I think it was with the interview with Home Sauce. He's in the chat. Shout out to Home Sauce. Um, that in in the Book of Enoch it talks about women um that the angels who sinned in the book of enoch azazel and these guys came down from heaven met around the mountain to despise and 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 see what they can do wickedness and teach men wickedness so that why so that god would reject them if they teach you to sin against your creator and and fight against your creator then your creator would take his hand off of you and give you up to your sin or your wickedness or whatever the case is so these angels come down and look at women and they teach men how to make war, how to do technology. They teach men all of these crazy things and they teach women how to adorn themselves with makeups. So for me, there's a connection there when they're trying to tell them who comes up with that. The doctor in the lab, somebody has to try it. Is it something that you know? Like who tries that? And what else are they trying? This is just what they're telling us. This is just what they've told us. What are they not telling us? This is just not coming up. How long you think she's been doing this? This is 2018. How long you think she's been doing that? You think she just tried it last week and came on Ellen? They've been doing this stuff for years, man. It says in the scriptures, man, it talks about how that uh, man's thought was continually wicked. And then the New Testament talks about that they create new ways to do wickedness. I think that's wicked. Call me old-fashioned, call me what you want. But taking the foreskins from Korean babies, grinding them up, creating a paste, and rubbing it on your face so that you look younger, I think that's wicked. Maybe we're cut from a different cloth. I think that's wicked. And that's just the piece of it. It goes back to what they're telling us. This stuff, this, this, these space wars that Trump's talking about, let's create a space force. Where do you think Star Wars came from? You think that came out of the mind of, of the, uh, the, the, the creators and the writers, George Lucas and those guys? Well, it definitely goes back to Joseph Campbell, which that's not a bad thing. That's the, the story of the hero. It's the hero's journey. That goes back to Jesus. That goes back to all of the archetypes. It goes back to us. We are on that hero's journey. We play the role of Anakin. We play the role of all of those people, honestly. Where, where does it come from? Do you think they, they made that stuff up? They, they put in these movies, man, stuff that is from those ancient books. Like they know these people are high level occultists. These people have studied Someone knows. The Vatican knows. They have books that were taken out of the Bible for a reason. Enoch's not in the Bible for a reason, but it's quoted by Jude. 
is quoted throughout the scriptures. The book of Jasher, book of Jubilees, all of these books. The Bible quotes all of these books. It quotes all of these weird books too. The book of Shemaiah the prophet is quoted in the Bible. Who is Shemaiah? Never heard of him. Who is Edu the prophet? I think Jeremiah quoted Edu the prophet. Who is Edu? Where is he? What planet is he from? Like, who is Edu? <laughs> Mace Windu? You know what I'm saying? Like, who are these people? Um, when you look at, we're talking about Enoch, we're talking about Hollywood, how this stuff is just released a little bit at the time so that when we do come up with these scenarios or people do come out with some truth movement or whatever, and we try to talk about this, oh, you've seen that in a movie. You've seen that in a movie. You got that from a movie. They're, they're putting all this information in the movies. They're putting it all in the movies. I said, we look at Transformers. There's the Transformer movie called Transformers Rise of the Fallen. And they go and it shows you when it comes on. The spirits from the stars are going down from heaven into the deep places of the ocean, into caves, chains of darkness. This is mentioned of in the Bible and it's mentioned of in Enoch. It is the story of Enoch with the angels and these angels are coming down and it says that the angels that sin are in the deep places, the, the pits the center of the earth they're in chains of darkness reserved for a specific time that they'll be loosed back on the earth so enoch shows shows this um the transformer shows this the spirits are coming down they're going back to like loose these spirits back onto the earth this is a prophecy in enoch it says 200 generations after the flood that these spirits would be released back onto the earth and they, they tried to do the, the, the timing on that. That is around where we are now. It's the weird thing. That's a, that's a prophecy. Your pastor's not going to tell you about that. But that's a prophecy. They, they took the script. It's really plagiarism at its finest because they took the script from Enoch and they put it into a movie, changed the characters, changed their names, playing out the same scenario, which is a lot of what these, uh, what these other false religions have done as well. They've taken our story, but they've tried to make you think that Jesus was the fake one, that Jesus is the the copycat, but not knowing that um, the scriptures talks about astrology and, and the scriptures talks about like everything that, that they, they're bringing to the table. They make us think that it's evil. That's why we, we take back the spiritual giftings. We take back the psychic abilities, these type of things. They make you think that th that came from another religion or the occult or from the new age. No, that stuff is biblical, man. Divination is the devil. Watch out. No, divination is biblical. And I'm going to show you. Stick with me. I've already showed you a little bit in, in the last presentation that I did. And hopefully, y'all will be able to pick out some just some gems out of there. Hopefully, that will um, open up your mind to, to something will reach out to you and just uh, move you to study. Just to look, just something. If it's just one thing. I was trying to tell a story. Trying, I'm learning how to do that. But, but hopefully, that came across at the end through personas but maybe introduce some new ideas to you about the mask that we wear and um speaking from your most authentic self so understand that star wars has been a real thing we look at edgar casey one of the most renowned psychics who was a christian minister at that from selma alabama i've been to his shop i got a picture of me standing out they got a monument out there in front of a shop that he uh did all his readings out of 
Um, but Edgar Casey said that the Battle of Armageddon, he believed, would be fought in outer space. The Battle of Megiddo be fought in outer space. Something's going on out there, but understand whatever is released, whatever moves forward in your studying, understand that the bad guys are running things right now. The good guys are out there. Your salvation draweth nigh. Look to the skies. <laughs> Look to the skies. The cloud ships. Cloud by day, fire by night. I make my ministering spirits as a flame of fire, saith the Lord. I'm telling you. Have that scenario down. Um, needs to be addressed, man. Because they're, they're coming out with it. We look at, I mean, to, to the Stars Academy. You know, we look at one of our favorite bands. We were even listening to the band yesterday, Blink-182. Um, what's his name? I don't Names. Uh, jump in my memory right now. But um, the lead singer, one of the lead singers from um, uh, Blink-182, started to the Stars Academy. And they're they're like they're painting the picture of the evil aliens, the evil UFOs, and back engine engineered technology, and trying to come out with some of that stuff. So, but they're funded, they're government funded. These people, uh, the people who is on his team, they uh, are people who have been in this for a long time, creating disinformation and all of that crazy stuff. So, um, a couple other things, man, I wanted to address that I had just some notes here to talk about. Wanted to talk about uh, some guests who have been reaching out to me on, on the podcast. Like, I do have an agenda. It would be, it would be, I'd be lying to say that I don't have an agenda. But it is a good agenda. Like, I'm trying to push love and light and unity. Like, that's that's it. I'm trying to let people know that they're not alone. I do have an agenda. Um, there's so many different ways of attacking that. So many things that I'm into that seemingly we're all into. Home Sauce just mentioned here. He said Tom DeLong. That's the guy's name. Tom DeLong is heading up to the Stars Academy. So that I do have an agenda. So just to say that, hey, it is the information. Let's look at it. I started there. That's a great place to start. I started there and I've come up with some ideas that what's going on. I, I'm in communication with higher intelligence i will say that i think a lot of us are knowingly or unknowingly that's where spiritual gifts and psychabilities psychic abilities come into play that you are in tune harness that get direction from spirit from the holy spirit from your angelic guides those who are watching over you i'm in tune i, I receive messages in my dreams throughout the night what to speak on what to talk about what to release how to release it you have to be led that's your intuition to be led by that inner guidance system. Um, understanding that I do, that's my agenda. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's to undo what the religion has done and has trying to have tried to take away or give to the enemy. You know, the, the, the word blasphemy, when it talks about the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is attributing to Satan the miracles and the beauty that God has created. Attributing to Satan, the devil, the evil one, 
calling good evil and evil good. So psychic abilities, if a religion was to say that psychic abilities are demonic, you'll open up yourself to demons. If you're, that's, that's blasphemy when it comes down to it. That's blasphemy. You're not supposed to do that, man. You have to be careful. So these things that God created, which are beautiful, which are littered throughout the, the scriptures, literally all of it divination they hate that word divination joseph said don't you know that a man like me can find things out about you through divination um lot lot said i sought the lord via divination and he told me that you were sent of him you were a man of god through divination this is something that the ancients used the ancient hebrews the israelites they used divination it is all of these little things that we are supposed to take back. These are ours. Why would you give it away? That's our birthright, man. We're giving it away. Oh, it's wicked. It's, it's demonic. It's not of God. This is what we're here to do. Rapper. Um, well, let's say we we'll go with this. The, um, I have an agenda. I let a lot of people come on this show. Seemingly. I've enjoyed the majority of it. Um, some people have... Um, uh, broken fellowship after after they've been on here and we, you may have seen a really good organic conversation and then sometime after that religion gets the best of them which a lot of times it always does it's hard it's very hard it's harder being in the bible belt me and christy talked about this the other day on her show but being in the bible belt, most of those people who have who have fallouts they're from the bible belt like it's it's hard to get that programming out of your head it's hard to get that programming out. Um, people I, who I've walked hand in hand with, they've, you know, put out statements against me or uh, talk, you know, spread rumors or, you know, it's just about the information. I don't I don't even I don't do anything. I, this is what I do. Like, there's nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that there's anything that I'm doing. They'll try to make up stuff. They try to say I'm making packs with demons and all kind of crazy stuff. But I'm open about it. So I've had a lot of guests who approach life from a different ex standpoint. Their experience is different. I try to find common ground. The scripture says, can two walk together unless they agree? I try to find some things that we can agree on, bring it to the table. Let's build and see what's, what's happening. That's what religion doesn't want you to do. Religion don't want you to do that. To find common ground with, with, with your enemy. With, they want you to think that these people, these people aren't, aren't even your enemy. Man, these are brothers and sisters talking about your enemy. Have I become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth? Because I tell you the truth, I've become your enemy. Well, it doesn't fit your narrative. Understood. Religion is deep, y'all. Religion means to bind and to hold back. There's people who I've interviewed and I've named them, you know, from time to time that I'm not friends with these people anymore. I'm, I'm not. These people are, are wicked. These people are trying to tear down what I've been building. You know, that's, that's not your friend at all. At all. Um, so I've opened up the platform for a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds of discussion of whatever. And I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every, every interview. Some of them I have to kind of help the guests along because they're not that well spoken. They don't, 
They're answering yes or no answers. You know, they just, you ask them a question, they say yes or no, and they just end it. You got to learn etiquette, guys. Like, you got to talk. This is, this is content. Um, but anyway, I've interviewed a lot of people. Some people have come back at me just the other day. I don't know if you guys have seen it. And if he's watching, God bless you, brother. But my latest uh, podcast I just put out featuring um, uh, <laughs> James Robar. Robor. Uh, it was a good interview. Talking about hearing the voice of God speaking to us. And um, it was a good interview. We did that. And then he's like, at the end of the interview, if you guys watched it, he says, um, Man, I really liked a lot of stuff you talked about. This is this was a good show. I'm gonna have to check out more of your stuff. I guess he didn't know who I was. And I don't know if I reached out to him from radioguestlist.com or something, or he reached out to me. But anyway, that interview was set up. I didn't know him from Adam, but that was an organic conversation. He's like, Man, I like what you're saying. I'm talking about prophetic. I can speak the Christian language. I mean, I believe in Christ. I'm a you know, I, I study the scripture, so I know how to speak your lingo. Um, so we had a good Christian conversation. Actually I you know, but he, he mentioned in the conversations about hearing the voice of God. And then he says that you can hear the voice of God through nature, through the animals, through the wind, through looking at creation. And that's true. The Bible speaks openly about that. Hearing God speak to you through all these things. Through nature. But then after we did the conversation, I guess he looked into me a little bit. He looked into my work and he's seen there's a lot of talk and I'll go live a couple of times about magic mushrooms. I mean, we I've talked about that on many occasions. It's a part of my life, part of many of your lives. Um, and it's okay. And uh, I guess he found some of those interviews. So I just go after our interview, I go to his Facebook and he's got a couple posts. He did a post. He said, uh, Jesus is my magic mushroom. There's no high like the most high. So he equates magic mushrooms with getting high, which is the first fallacy you know what i'm saying um from my standpoint and, I, and i've been very clear that it's not about that um so i did an interview where i went live and showed the medical and health benefits i believe he watched that because he ended up going live on facebook and mentioning magic mushrooms and saying how there's christian ministers who were saying that it's okay blah, blah 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 regardless of the health benefits and all this kind of stuff so this was like right after he came on the show I guess he checked out my work and seen that. But I'm going to say this. If you're if we're having the conversation and you're saying that God speaks through everything, if you can listen and you can hear God speaking through everything, he can speak through the wind. He can speak through the trees. He can speak through nature. But he can't speak through a magic mushroom. Through a mushroom, psilocybin, I've showed you the fruit of it, the fruit that comes from it. This, what we're doing right now, is the fruit of that mystical journey 100% now it's not outside of Christ it's it's through Christ through the spirit of love through the spirit of unity that's Christ all good things come from above so it's not I would never just say it's just from that it's from a lot of things I like to say the alchemist Christ psilocybin all of these things through alchemy and through forming it we are here. We are this expression and, and uh, we're doing what we're doing now. Many of you. It's not just me. You look at uh, my good friend. I'm, he wants me to write the forward of his book, uh, Drew Gower. Uh, I've had him on here. Talks about his story. And um, definitely very similar. The Alchemist and Psilocybin. 
Like that combination is with Jesus too. You know what I'm saying? The Christ, like all of it together, man. It's for me, it's a win-win situation. And I know many of you guys listening can kind of bear witness with that. And then many of you guys want to bear witness with that and you haven't done it yet. That's on you. Like I say, if it calls you, it calls you. It's between you and your creator. Um, but yeah, so there's there's been people who have we've done interviews and then immediately after the guy did a little research, I messaged him after I didn't say nothing about it. He just said we should keep in touch. Sure. Um, he didn't address it, but you know, it is what it is. And I know that what I've built here is because I've been able to create a safe space to talk about that stuff. That's not a lot of conversations do go there. My wife doesn't like that. Every time she tunes in, I'm talking to somebody about psychedelics, but we have to have the conversation because nobody else is like the James Robar. He's never heard of it. How, how can you, he said, you smoke it. He said, you smoke magic mushrooms. Like how are you going to go live and talk about magic mushrooms? And you talking about smoking them. You can blend them up, put them in a tea. You can eat them. You don't smoke them, bro. Like, that's not even, you need to have some type of experience with this stuff, man, before you just go out there and just calling good, evil, and evil good, no matter who you are. I take that with great reverence. I've done my research. I put my heart out there. I understand that the scripture says that those who are teachers are going to be judged more harshly. I believe that. I believe that. I believe if you're putting out propaganda, if you're putting out if you, you shouldn't speak on anything. You shouldn't speak on anything that um, you haven't experienced. Just, just speaking out your whatever. So, Christy Lee says, Truth Seeker got rebuked. Lord, Lord. I didn't get rebuked. He didn't say my name. He just was influenced by my work and felt like he had to do a rebuttal, but he didn't. He never mentioned me. He talked about Christians and magic mushrooms. I, yeah, there's more coming out now as we are more open about it. As we're more open, more people are going to talk about it. They're going to feel safer. Like, hey, this is a, this is a true seeker's doing it. I can, I can talk about it on my show. You know, obviously there's repercussions that come with that, but more people are going to find out that they create their own reality and do that. I've said all of that to say that I've interviewed a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life. And... I do have an agenda, but I have a standard. I'm not just going to let anybody come on here. There's got to be something I resonate with. And I don't, and I'll say this. I don't let people, I don't let, I'm going to say, I don't let reincarnated angels come on my show. Some reason I've been hit up by a couple people claiming to be angels reincarnated, claiming to be biblical figures reincarnated. Um, you're not coming on the show. I'm not, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I don't, I don't believe it. Um, I have a, I have a big problem with reincarnation for one. I've talked about that very openly. Like in a past life, I was a, I was a jester. I like to make people laugh, you know, and I was, that's what I did. That's why I love to make people laugh today because I found I was a jester, you know? And that's why it explained I was a magician. I did magic and stuff. And now it's coming out now. And this like, no. Most people on these whole reincarnated things, it goes in with, we might do a whole 
might do a little video on that, put some scary music behind it, set the tone. A lot of people are saying that their things reincarnated that they want to be in this life, but they missed the mark. They're too old. Maybe they gave up. Well, I was a king and it was always something grandiose. Remember that you never see somebody like, man, I was a beggar. You know, I beg, you know, I was on the street corner. I was a beggar. You know, I was a pauper. I was, he's like, I was a priest. I was this. And it's something that they, it, it's something that has to do with what they wanting to do here. I, I don't buy that. I believe in the reincarnation of spirits, of an essence, of a vibration, of a message that is still here and still in the earth, not like people being re- reincarnated. So there's all these people, and there's it's a lot of people who claim to be reincarnated figures of the Bible. They claim that there's people claim to be Jesus. There's videos of there's videos of people who think that they are the 12 apostles and they found each other in this life. To reestablish what Christ did, you are a mental patient. You are under a strong delusion. You are not Thomas reincarnated. I've been hit up by someone who claims to be Thomas. Somebody else tried to promote them to come on my show. Thomas reincarnated, you know. Um, angels, Archangel Michael's showing up. They want to come. Archangel Michael wants to come on the show. Did I let him? And another buddy of mine, he says, uh, he says, hey, Truth, there's, um, I've been watching all these videos about these people who are time travelers, man. This guy's time travel, the time traveler, he passed a lot of detector tests, bro. Have him on your show. I watched the video with some kid who just knows how to make viral videos. I'm not gonna, I don't, not, I have an agenda. Yes, you get a lot of clicks, bro. You get a lot of clicks if you get the, this guy. I don't want that guy, bro. I don't want to like water my message down or change. There is an agenda. These conversations, there's an agenda. I, and it's not to feed in that you are an archangel reincarnated, lost here in the ethers. You know what I'm saying? You're lost here trying to find your way through life. You're an angelic. I, I, honestly, within, we kind of all are. We're, we're souls. Spirits having this in, in a meat suit, having a human experience. So I believe that to an extent. But to say that I'm Jesus, man, I'm lost, bro. I'm Jesus, man. I'm in New York and I can't find my people and nobody will hear my message. And man, I've heard all kinds of stuff. I've met people who claim to be the last apostle who were sent to America to bring judgment and correction. I'm the last apostle, brother. Oh, no, you're not. You're delusional. You're delusional. You need help. And our problem is, and this pisses me off, it makes me, my heart goes out to it, but it pisses me off that religion in the spiritualist community is a freaking, uh, like, open breeding ground for these people to thrive, man. People who need help. Like, these people literally need help. You need to help these people. And inflating their egos patting these people on the back. Look, these people can be dangerous, man. These people, these people with these crazy religious views and stuff, man, and they feel like they're like, it's insane. So yeah, I've had a lot of people on my show. If you're a reincarnated angel or reincarnated biblical figure, you're not coming on my show. Binary Watcher says, is this where we sign up for Space Force? (laughs) Um, If you're watching the show, you're probably already signed up for the the real Space Force, <laughs> Star Wars, 
is the beast rose on all fours. So I'm gonna read here. Yeah, so these people who claim to be reincarnated, a lot of them didn't come up with it on their own. A lot of them did. But I have a art with the teachers who were telling these people that I have people who watch this show who message me claiming that they're this, claiming that they're that, claiming that they're this. Um, but these teachers, these psychics, intuitive healers are, are feeding into these people or telling these people that this stuff. Oh, you are, um, you are a queen. You're a queen, yes. And so your last life was a queen. So this life you're going to experience uh, the opposite because you've already felt that. So this life you're going to be more of a, you know, a housewife. And then some, but most of the time it's something that's grandiose, like I said. They're not just telling them, hey, you're going to be a housewife. They'll say, look, you were a queen there. You're going to be a queen again. We need to get you to England. Let them know that you were the last queen. We need to let somebody know. Like it gets into some weird stuff. I get the inboxes. Somebody's telling these people that. And if you are, shame on you, man. Shame on you. You ch- you're messing with these people's heads. These people are impressionable. They're coming to you for a service, for healing. And you're just keeping them on the edge of their seat. Well, I was told that I was this. Some lady was told she was my wife. She was supposed to be my wife in this life. And we were lovers in another life, and then you're supposed to come here and be my wife. I'm already married, happily married at that. Beautiful kid, beautiful wife. But y'all done told this lady she's my wife. The Illuminati is what she said. And demons, it's really demons at the end of the day. But this happens to anybody with a platform. It happens to all your big famous preachers. There's women who fall for the man of God. There's women who... uh are delusional in your local churches, are delusional within your spiritual movements. One lady claimed to be my my mother reincarnated. I said, no, I don't, I don't think you are. Derek, why would you say that? I'm here to teach you. She's messaging me. It's a random lady. Derek, I've been sitting here to teach you. I've listened to your music, and you, I gave you a lot of lyrics, like weird stuff. And I, but I'm your mother, and I'm here to send you. I knew you would say that, Jarek. I knew you wouldn't believe me, but I'm here. I said, no, you're not. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Show me. like, Derek, you need to respect your elders and stop this. And I just said, I'm sorry, Mom. My bad, Mom. You know me. You know. I don't want to aid and embed these people. But at the end of the day, here's the devil's advocate. We have to play the devil's advocate. We have to approach it from the hater side. We have to approach it to what if you are delusional? What if you are the delusion? You have to approach it. You gotta you gotta you have to question all scenarios, man. And at the end of the day, the one that has the most truth, the one that that sticks. <laughs> Christian says you're an awesome when you say I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> at the end of the day, what if we die? get to heaven you're raptured whatever you're you want to happen what if you meet your creator and you're like i did i did my best further your message well done good and faithful servant what if you get there and god says 
Well, these things, these few things I have against you. I sent the Archangel Michael to you to be on your show, to give you inspiration, to impart some spiritual gift to you, and you wouldn't receive him. How did you send him? He was on Facebook. I sent your mother from across the world to find you. Your mother found you, and you, re you rejected your mother. Shame on you. I sent you your wife. The Illuminati told her, and you rejected her. Shame on you. What if these people are right? What if I'm the bad guy? What if I'm the bad guy for questioning them? If you can't be questioned, then something's wrong. We have to question everything. I question, I question myself all the time. I think it's healthy. I think that you have to know what you believe. Some people say, from the religious community, truth seeker, you're confusing people out here. I'm confusing them because I'm talking about things they've never heard of. They're confused. You're confusing people out here. Confusion is a good thing. God is not the author of confusion, truth seeker. No, but confusion is a good thing. You're not going to seek the truth. You're not going to ask the questions to look for the answers until you're in a state of confusion. Many of you religious people out here walking around, y'all know everything. You guys know everything. I can't tell you nothing. So when it comes to some of this stuff, you're not confused. I'm not confused because God's not the author. I know every, the Lord speaks to me. I follow his voice. He tells me everything. No, you have to be in a state of confusion, man. Many of these people out here, many of these church folks out here following Trump. Like he's Jesus. Like I, I've seen a lot of posts that refer to him as Jesus, like one who was sent up from among his brethren, who gave up his rich possessions to become poor and humble and be ridiculed by the nations. Like that was Jesus. I've, I've got a lot of Christian friends and people I used to affiliate with on Facebook and they're posting this stuff. He's a modern Jesus. He's out here to make himself look bad. So that he can get the truth across. Man, that man ain't no, that man is a devil just like the rest of them. He's a puppet. Trump has no power. Trump has monetary gain and has influence from a monetary level. But as far as him being a president and getting him in the office is going to do things and we got Trump in. No, that's, a, that's symbolic. He represents something of, of where they want to go. They have to go back and forth, people. They have to go back. They have to go back and forth. If, if we left Obama in, we see everything that Obama uh, passed at the, at the very end of his election, of, of, his, uh, of his campaign or run, everything that he passed. Trump is like the blowback um, from all of that crazy leftist stuff that, that's been passed. Trump is the response to that. It's not that the people are, but they have to kind of keep it they have to keep the people in a in a in a in a docile place of that they need someone or that they have their votes matter that make you think that you play a bigger role in it than you do these people this these people know these people have been here for a lot longer we're talking about spirits being reincarnated understand that these ruling classes and ruling authority figures didn't just get there uh because they went to college we look we look at george bush we look at George Bush, heroin addict and cokehead. He was born into it, ladies and gentlemen. 
He got in all types of trouble. He's a party animal. But just two years, whatever, before he had to start running, they snatched him up. Hey, man, we got to get you in office, man. This is your legacy. And you'll see it. You see him at parties when he's, he opens up. He's still party animal. There's footage of him making fun of taxpayers, making fun of the religious right. All of these people, man, they are wicked. And if you think they, they, they want you to feel like you have a say-so in it, that's why they have to do the right and the left. And they place the two sides against each other. But these two sides, the two heads of the, it's a two-headed dragon. The two heads of the same dragon, the same beast. They want you to feel like you have a say-so. They want you to feel like you have a part of it. If it wasn't so, wouldn't they undo the things that the other side did? Wouldn't they undo it? So if Obama passed gay marriage, Trump is against it, the right-wing Christian right that got so-called, I'm doing air quotes for you guys listening on the podcast, people who voted Trump in the religious right aren't they against homosexual marriage wouldn't he undo that he said no nah, look y'all don't pay I'm finna undo this I'm in here now I'm pushed back no they have to because if they got they have the agenda man they have stuff on the left that they have to uh, that, that they need to get past and they need to get the people to a place they get you to a place where you want it and people were begging for homosexual marriage man People are marching for homosexual marriage and people are marching for women's liberation, women having the right to vote, women having the right to, to go to work. Like these people, they get you guys to a place where you want this stuff. Whatever it is, it make you feel like you made it happen. And people trick y'all, man. Through how? Through Hollywood. Oh, you lost Hollywood. The religious right, right, lost Hollywood. They'll admit that. But that influences everything that we do. All the big YouTubers, where they out of? Are you out of Alabama? No. Where's all the big YouTubers from? Where do they go? Where does all of this st stuff come from? It comes from California. The, 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 the left state. <laughs> A whole state left. Understand, man, that there's something bigger here at play. There's something bigger here at work. I'm not against anybody. I love everybody. I don't care what you are part of, but I don't feel like I don't want nothing forced on me. But even, even me, at the end of the day, I've been influenced, right? Television, media, we're trying to unlearn that's a life. Let's not know. I'm, I'm woke. I'm awake. You're awoke, but you're awake, but you're still fighting. You're arguing on Facebook with your brothers and sisters about this and that and this and that, but you woke, right? You woke. Okay. Rapper XXX Tentacion uh, supposedly just passed away. Um, sad news, man, just to see people with that kind of talent with that big of a voice that dude had like 120 million uh, views on one of his latest videos that was just put out a couple of days ago 120 million 
Kevin Gates ain't even doing those numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people who aren't doing those numbers. 120 million XSX and Tassion. He was killed. So. You're not promised tomorrow, man. And I think that's a wake up call for a lot of people. Not just him. But everybody in that. In that realm. Who are losing their lives to drugs. To ODing. Overdosing. It's deep. Trying to read the chat here. Yeah, man, we're we're putting we're we're in weird times, man. This this um, programming. They have an agenda. So. Just know, man, that you're not alone. At the end of the day, you know, we should look at somebody like uh, X and he talks about like letting people know that they're not alone dealing with depression. You know, a lot of people. There's a lot of people who struggle with depression. You know, a lot of people on a roller coaster, man. One day they good. The next day they're depressed and contemplating suicide. Shout out to everybody holding us down in the chat live. Um, Soul Forsaker, Christina, Christian, Christy Lee, Home Sauce, Tiger Doug. Um, Tiger Doug says, um, I liked your interview with Mars, True Seeker. Hey, thank you, man. I'm probably going to have him on again. Mars is on this really deep kick right now about um, universalism, being a Christian universalist. Uh, believing that Christ died for everyone. And a lot of people don't like that. It takes away your, your good deeds. <laughs> it takes away your merit, you know. If, um, if you believe that you have to earn your salvation or there's something that you can do to be saved. And then, but then Tiger also says, uh, everybody here, flat earth, um, question mark. Maybe you meant to say anybody here, flat earth. No, I'm not. A, I don't, I don't know if I'm a flat earther or not. I don't, I never seen it from outer space or lack of, if it even exists. Right. I don't know. All I know is what these people tell me. I don't, I try not to, I can't say definitively like, this is what it is, guy. Look at the horizon. Look at the water. Look at the stars. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I have to. have to be um, objective to it all. You said Mars is, is, is bang on with that. No, he is. He is. That's why I'd like to have him back on. We, I did a, uh, an interview with a pastor about um, universal reconciliation, and it was really good. And so I'm, I'm pretty much under that now, understanding that Christ died for everyone, that everyone, uh, that's the grace flood, man. That every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that he saves everybody. I believe that. I believe that the gospel is something that's already happened. We just declare the finished work of Christ. We don't 
it's not what might have been or, or what could be. It is, it, it is what could be for you, the listener, if you respond to the gospel. That's the power of responding to the gospel. But it's already happened. You can't change it. You can't undo it. It's for everybody. Uh, Chris says, uh, so do you think the Trump Space Force is a slow disclosure of an existing space program? Definitely. Yeah, if you uh, I, I said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's already happening. And especially when they talked about uh, defunding. It was some years ago. They talked about uh, defunding this the space program that they already had. Man, these man, look, we're talking about a battle for good and evil. We're talking about. The good guys being out there, the bad guys being here. There's video footage of somewhere on the earth shooting out a laser beam from the earth towards what looked to be some type of craft or entity that was hovering um, above the, the earth. And it's from space and it backs up a little bit. A laser beam shoots up and tries to hit it and then it turns around and flies away. A lot of reasons you're trying to have encounters with with these craft and with these these uh, entities, these angels, and you're not able to do it because they're like taking a risk if they materialize here. I've I've been in situations where I've seen them, I've willed them to happen. They've shown up in jets. I don't know if they get a call. Look, there's a craft here. There's jets. I believe that that's this is probably. Something with the chemtrails be a beautiful day out. I believe that there's going to be a lot of heavy traffic. This is what just what I've received. There's going to be a lot of heavy traffic with these craft and these UFOs that the government knows and they go out and spray these chemtrails and a beautiful cloudless day turns into a big overcast where you can't see what's going on above your head. They create they're creating all these clouds. I, I believe that that's what's going on. Through my meditation, through my prayer, through my communication, that's what I've just been picking up. I've I've had the encounter. Hey, look up here. I look up during the day. See the craft? It says hello. It says look to the left. A jet's coming to scare it away. I look to the left. A jet's headed, fighter pilot, headed straight to it. Look back. See it. It disappears. So therefore, these things... Um, they're trying to be shot down. There's footage of of wrecked craft. These craft are being shot down, man. So I really do think that a lot of times they're uh, taking a risk to materialize in a physical object. That's why a lot of times you see us entities. You see the light beings. You see the seraphim. Seraphim means the fiery ones or the fiery serpents. Flame of fire by night, cloud by day. Uh, Soul Forsaker says, uh, I've seen a UFO like a miniature white sun, fast, silent, and hu- fast, silent, and huge. That's what's up. I've seen a bunch. I went yesterday when we was at the beach. Uh, one of the first daytime sightings I had was at that same beach. Me and my, um, we were all riding jet skis, and then me and uh, I was riding with my uh, brother-in-law, and he is into UFOs and into a lot of things that I'm into as well, and we both seen a uh, a cigar shaped one it was the first and only time i've seen this the classic cigar shaped ufo and uh you know i'm it's one of the things like i'm looking up at all times like i'm want to see it like you will it you're looking you look it's not like just happen hey randomly see it like i'm looking for it just like you would go fishing 
in the water. I'm fishing in the sky. I'm looking, trying to see what I can what I can find if anything's out there. So we seen one uh, at uh, that beach, which was uh, on the Gulf Coast by Destin. So Destin Beach. I've seen a lot of different craft. There's a lot of different stuff out there. A lot of spirits out there hovering around, flying around in the ethers. They're out there, man. Tiger Doug has just joined the fold. Thank you, Tiger Doug, for subscribing to the channel. You just subscribed. Thank you, brother. Um, donations are active, too. Thank you guys for, for donating to what I'm doing. Uh, TTS is enabled. If anybody wants to have a text readout, it's in the comment section. Again, for you guys who are um, coming in a little late, this is the ET mug that I got for Father's Day. 1983, uh, this was made by Avon. Relic, I don't even want to drink out of it. You know what I'm saying? I just want to put it up. Probably should, but I guess I had to show it off. Kenny, what's up, Kenny? See you Friday night, bro. I'm going to go swimming. They're so much more advanced. Get shot down. They wanted to. I don't know. Could, could be. Maybe. Edgar, what, Edward, what up, boy? As <laughs> a, a gnarly mug. Loving it. Thank you. Yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. They got shot down. They wanted to. Um, maybe they got caught slipping. Maybe we willed them in. Maybe we have the will to will them in. They showed up for us. And by doing that, they got shot down. Who knows? Maybe they are demons. Maybe demons are spirits. And these spirits have created bodies for themselves. Many people believe that the, the little gray alien beings are suits. And the big eyes are just like lenses. And they're, they're animating these suits. That those spirits have the power to possess these meat puppets. Kind of like what we are. And the fallen angels or the demons are getting in these beings. And now they're animating them. And now they're abducting people. And I don't believe that. It's a cool theory. But um, I don't believe that. I do think that um, most of, of those, the abduction scenario is my lab programs. I really do. And just from my, encounter, my encounters, man, and, and, and from my experiences, like reading, reading people, um, listening to testimony from people who don't have an agenda or didn't have an agenda, put it that way. Listening to those people, the Christian people have an agenda, like everything's demonic. Everything's d demonic for the um, for the Christian. Uh, Geo, what's up? Says uh, I've been seeing angels by asking them to show themselves. That's all you got to do. You got to have time to wait. You know, you got to have time to wait. And they said we'll talk Friday. Brother, do I need to show you one? We might need to go out, man. Kenny, that, that's, I'm going to win you over, man. Me and you and a few little friends, we should go out and make contact. 
change your life. <laughs> I'll be abducted, bro. You're trying to get me abducted. Experience, man. That's what changes our mind on anything. Like, how can you tell me something is demonic when I've experienced it and it's been blissful? It's been beautiful. It's been nothing but positive. Like, you know, or vice versa. Uh, so for sake, I'm going to read this. He says, I think the grays have been called soulless to a degree as a worker race. That's what people say. But many gray types are positive spiritual beings. My labs are very active. Millions are being taken in return. I'll interject this. You say millions are being uh, taken. That's a huge number of people being taken. Um, I don't hear that term that term anymore. I haven't if millions are being taken. I mean, that's a that's a degree that somebody we know has probably been taken. Right. Um, I We don't hear that term anymore. The term abduction is dead. We don't hear that anymore. There's nobody calling the news station. Nobody calling CNN. Man, I've been abducted, man. Aliens took me. Maybe they start. YouTube channels now <laughs> when they get abducted, but um, or they do interviews. But from everything I've seen, that term is out the window. Nobody wants, they, you're not, nobody's taken against their will now. If anybody who's had any type of encounter from what I've seen are people who have willed it to happen. Like they want interaction. They know something out there is watching over them, making contact, guiding them from birth. This, the angelic realms that are watching over them, your guardian angels, and they want to make contact. Kenny says, I've seen them, bro. Saw one in age, age 10. Have you talked to them? Have you had communication? Uh, Kenny says, uh, only when the, it won't recognize Jesus as their master are they demonic. I'll, I can agree with that, but not with the terminology, Jesus. Because they probably have no idea who the hell, what the hell that word means. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is Jesus? Like, I never heard that term, you know? So, um, if you was to re, I'll agree with you 1000% if you reworded that to say, and because th this is what Jesus means to me. Maybe it means different things to different people. But it says, only when they won't acknowledge Jesus as their savior or master. To me, that would say, only if they don't acknowledge love as their master are they demonic. I agree. Only if they don't acknowledge spirituality and peace and unity and oneness and universal love as their master are they demonic. Yeah. It's Christians out there who bear the title Jesus, but those other just by title. My name, my savior, Jesus on high Calvary. If the Lord tarry, like that's what they, that's what Jesus means to them. But the universal love. Hey, Cody, man. Thank you for becoming a patron, man. Thank you so much. Uh, Cody just pledged on Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting my work. Um, there's Christians who do not the things that these says, why do you call me Lord? Why do you say Lord, Lord? Why do you say you love me, but you don't do what I say? That's what Jesus is. It's just simply doing what he says. It's a spirit. Those who follow him must follow him in spirit and in truth. 
The spirit and the truth is the love, the peace, the unity, the grace. Okay, what is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Peace, the patience, the joy, the long suffering, like all of those things. So if those ETs or angels, whatever they are, if they don't abide by those rules, they're demonic. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. That they that that's the plumb line. That love is the plumb line, and love is the fruit, and that should be the way we judge all things. That's the way I judge Christians, right? I don't judge you because you come in my house with a Bible and saying, blessed be the name of the Lord, and then coming with all, y'all had that happen to y'all. I ain't trying to put too much personal stuff out there, but y'all had them people come to y'all. And y'all's house talking about some blessed be the name of the Lord with the Bible and just, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to go into too much. We talked a little bit about it maybe on the podcast, but that happens, man. We have all had that happen by the religious people. I have dreams. In fact, I'm having a serious case of deja vu right now. Wow. Dude, it's been in, it's been insane, brother. I'll tell you that the synchronicities and the things that we entertain in our sleep and the messages that are coming through have been insane right now. And I've had a lot of, um, just the other night, something very vivid and powerful with, uh, alien contact. And, uh, it was after watching something by Jimmy church, you know, um, it was insane. It was scary. You know, it was definitely scary. I mean, be an expert or anything like that. Like, oh, don't get scared. I'm a human. Like, I've seen some things, man. But maybe at first glance, you have to like get used to it. You know, it has to be something that you're just kind of slowly welcoming. You just probably still get scared if you had an encounter. Duke says, I know about Lucifer and his battles against the elders of the universe. Christina says, and my dad does too. Pretty much all my relatives are aunts like that. She uses religion. On my, yeah, religion is used for control, no doubt. So when the, when the people who are not in a religious place or they look at it and say, man, religion is demonic. Religion itself is demonic. Like that's demonic, right? Um, I think they're right. I think the religion is being used as mind control to to bind and to hold back. I say that to say that that's not that's not the true Christianity that Christ uh, brought and Paul Peter walked in and taught. They were working in power and miracles and signs and wonders and healing and ridding people of demons, of bringing love, of bringing truth, of oneness with God, that you are loved. Like that was their message. And that's a powerful message. It can revolutionize this world. And it did. That's the truth of, of Christ and, and, and their, what they brought, spirituality to the highest degree, the highest degree. There's no new age guru deeper. They take from our practice and reword it and rework it. And y'all think that the new age came up with it. Hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, inner intuition, dreams and visions, like discerning of spirits, communing with spirits, angelic contact, leaving your body, traveling to heaven, like all of these things. Y'all people giving this y'all crazy, man. I done lost y'all marbles. You think I'm giving that up? That's the f- they don't get to take the fun stuff, keeping it, keeping all the fun stuff. I'll give y'all the baggage. 
You take the baggage of religion. You take the mind control. You take the I'm right, you're wrong. You take the hatred. You take the bigotry, denominationalism. You take it all, man. We bring in oneness through Christ, which is universal love for all beings. For all beings. It says Christ is the head of all beings anyway. So yeah, they're going to bow down to Christ. He's the head. There was nothing that's created that exists that didn't come through him anyway. They got to acknowledge their creator. Yeah, make them bow down. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's really. Um, Colossians, man. Uh, reading Colossians when we're talking about spiritism or spirits in general, any type of spirits. Colossians chapter one is so deep. It's so deep about that. And it lets you know that Christ is the head of all principalities, of all powers. When it talks about every knee shall bow, every knee, even those in the spirit, spirit realm as well. But those angels who have gone astray, those who are in the chains of darkness, those who are here uh, tormenting people on the earth. It says that don't you know that even you will judge the angels? That's the angels we're going to be ju judging. The fallen angels. We're going to judge those angels with Christ. We're walking in power. We're walking in authority. We can forgive sins. We have that authority. We have that power. How is it given to us? It's just been passed down through Christ, what he's already done. We take that message, take his example, and we walk with it. Or we run with it. Wherever you are, but just knowing that the only grace that you can share, the only faith that you can give out is what you're practicing. It's what you're walking in. If you don't have that grace, you can't give it. So how do I look like speaking on something that I haven't encountered or experienced? I'll let you know about grace because I've experienced it. I talk about demons because I've experienced it. I've talked about the angelic realms. I've talked about the aliens or the extraterrestrials. I've experienced it all. So I'm, I'm speaking from a place of experience. And just because I've experienced it doesn't mean I'm right. I mean, I, you definitely need to go back and, and reference everything I'm talking about. Be a Berean. Study them scriptures, tear them apart. There's truth in there. But, but match that with your encounter. Match it with your encounter. Whatever sticks, sticks. If it stays, it stays. We create it. We walk in it. We bless it. We cast it down. Every high thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, which at the end of the day, like I showed in the documentary, is spiritism. Any thought forms, identities that you've accepted that's not of God, about yourself, that's why the gospel's there. That's why you can be free through Christ who made you in his own image and likeness. And there's peace as your inheritance. That's for everybody. Not no ifs. The only if is if you believe it. And Jesus came to change your mind. Came to show you a better way. Show you how to be free. I believe that. If you don't believe it, you're not going to receive it. Those who are skeptics in the world, they say, look, man, if you show me, I'll believe it. And that, you know, to an extent, there's things, you know, that are, I, I wouldn't just 
A lot of people have a problem of taking your word for it. And that's good, though. You should be a Berean. I mean, even Thomas, man, who they talk crap about Thomas in the Bible, all Christian. They, Thomas was a doubter. Thomas doubted. Man, I commend that essence of Thomas for doubting. He says, show me, man. Show me. This dude appears back on the scene talking about he's Jesus. And before he died, he said, look, it would be many people coming in his name saying that I am him. People waiting, walking around talking about some I'm Jesus. He said, man, show. He said, look, I'm not going to believe, man. That's my master, man. I'm not going to believe till I see the holes in his hands. I seen him put my master on the cross and crucify him. Show me that's him. Let me see the holes in his hands. He said, look. Showed him. He said, it's me. He embraced him. And then he believed. And so the church people will say, look, he doubted God or he question Jesus. No, he wanted to make sure y'all out here just following any wind of doctrine. He wanted to know this man gave his life for that gospel. He left everything and followed Christ. I can just follow any the next the next teacher, the next person who claimed to be Christ reincarnated. You think it's funny, but there's people there those cults, those people I'm talking about who claim to be um Jesus reincarnated. Those people out there who claim to be angels reincarnated, they have followings, man. Thousands of people follow those dudes. But then they're not just a crazy man on the corner claiming to be Jesus. That's there too, or claiming to be the Apostle Paul or Ezekiel. Those people are there too. On the corner, the crazy people fighting flies, fighting little birds around their head. Those are demons. That's why the scripture talks about that the uh, when it talks about demons in the Old Testament, it uses the analogy of every unclean bird and all of these exotic birds. They're, they're talking about demons in the Old Testament. When you're reading about that, it's an analogy. That's what it's talking about. So it's not just about following the next guru, man. These, these gurus everywhere. It's fake gurus who expose themselves and then show you how they're fake and then show you how to lead a people. Just to show you for an example, and they, they document it. You know, it's not about being a leader or following somebody who claims to be a spiritual guru or a spiritual teacher. Many of them fake miracles, talk about fake miracles and things like that to get a following. But it's about following truth, man. Christ is truth, love is truth. At the end of the day, so any anything that doesn't agree with that. Then I don't, I don't, I try not to back it. I try not to be a part of it. What's up, Joshua Fluman? Love you, bro. Gio says that's crazy. People claim to be Jesus and angels reincarnated. I mean, he said it would happen. You know, he says, look, show me the scars in his hand and I believe him. So there's that skeptic side of that. And it's not like some of that's good. But people of faith, we're not we're supposed to believe God at his word. We're supposed to believe in the miraculous, believe in the supernatural. And we believe in it so much so that we see it. The world would say, show me and I'll believe it. And to some things, I think that there's wisdom in that. But when it comes to being people of faith, say, look, if I believe it, then I will see it. If I believe it in my mind, if I confess it with my mouth, then I'll see it. And that's how we are, people of faith. I confess it, I believe it, I receive it, I see it, I create it as I speak it. Abracadabra, as I disarm and dismantle and handle negative entities. 
with my positive energy when I'm flowing they feeling me look we speak it we create it that's what the word means abracadabra I create as I speak that's what a magician would do say abracadabra right before they did their trick that's what that word means it's a it's a it's a actually a Hebrew spell a conjure to create it comes from mysticism in Hebrew it comes from the Kabbalah I create it as I speak it but there's truth in that yeah, Carolyn. Carolyn says, I'll go back and reread Colossians. Man, just read. Shoot. I mean, it's a short book, but read the first chapter, man, and just read it slow because it's good. It's real good. <laughs> I'm trying to read. Okay. Christy says, man, don't you dislike it when you try to speak truth, but they twist your words and try to say, oh, so you're God. And try to put life on the line because you're speaking something they don't want you to know. Yeah, definitely, man. I think that guy, uh, you know, I, I gave a full discourse on the healing properties of psilocybin and showed you studies from health.org and um, man, a couple different big websites. What was it? Uh, Forbes.com. And then showed you all kind of independent research of the healing properties of that and just approached it from that level and then the guy at the end of the day just says, you're just trying to get high. Really? thought I discussed that. It's funny, man. People need to put you in a box. Oh, you're a druggie. Okay. Oh, you're a mystic. Okay. Oh, you're, you're into mysticism. Okay. You're a Christian. Okay. You're a Jesus freak. Everybody has their own boxes, man, that they need to put you in. But the thing about us, we understand there's no box you can put us in. We transcend all the labels. We transcend all the boxes. There's no boxes that you can put us in. We have to be careful what we find our identity in. Because our identity is hidden and found in Christ. And the whole world has an identity crisis. People are chameleons. They just begin to mimic their environment. And they begin to do things and say things that the people around them are doing. We have to know who we are. And that can take years. It can be a long process that some people never grasp. Never figure it out. When I'm with you, when I'm with this guy, I act like this. I've been there. And probably, you know, for some reasons, still do it. The persona is real. I'm not exempt from a persona. I'm not exempt from tapping into these other realms and creating this stuff we can use it for our good but we have to know that it is an expression of us and who we are and what we want to create those personas man i'm telling you look the brother wayne thing most of you guys know the brother wayne character that i made up the old country um southern baptist preacher or deacon whatever he is like it's funny we was um i talked to steven my buddy <laughs> they they love brother wayne steven the voice and all my friends they love brother wayne but i tell him i said look i said look it's a, it's a little brother wayne in all of us man it's a little you know old man in all of us that could be channeled or whatever it is you know you create it the tulpa you created that it never existed you created a character Look at 
cartoons, television, these people, SpongeBob, like Mickey Mouse, like those people aren't real, but they exist in your imagination. There's a guy who might be watching. Good friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name, but he believes if you guys know who ICP is, the insane clown posse. Uh, they put out seven Joker's cards, and each one was a personification of pretty much God or like an angelic, demonic, like uh, wrathful entity, which were clowns, like the Joker's, the the Joker's cards, the um, uh, the Great Malenko, the Wraith, all of these different um, albums that they put out embodied this in. I have a friend who believes that stuff is real. These are this myth. It's a myth. It's the hero's journey. It's a myth that they made up. And uh, my friend believes that he has communed with some of those entities. Joker's cards. And he gets wisdom and revelation. And other people have claimed to channel and summon and speak with Amin-Ra the sun god you know they believe it it is a personification that is real to them it gets deep it gets deep and like I said in that that little documentary y'all let me know I've got a little feedback out there um, if I should keep making those because it took a lot of time it took like three days of editing to get that 20 minutes of content let me know after y'all watch that the uh persona documentary thing that i put out if i should do more i've learned a lot over the years from documentaries that had sound and pictures and videos all in there like i've learned a lot from that stuff so y'all let me know Westside Connection, bow down, home sauce. Bow down when I come to your town. Bow down, because I'm Westwood bound. Bow down, because I'm not a hater like you. Bow down to a God that is greater than you. <laughs> Change the words, yep. Um, Joshua says, uh, the documentary was very interesting. I need to go over it again to get more from it and understand it more, yeah. Puts on manual lens. That's what's up. So, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and jump off of here, man. I enjoyed hanging out with you guys. I had a couple things I wanted to touch on. Touched on the Trump Space Force. Most people are want they want to sign up. I was even talking to my wife about that when we were stargazing. Like to sign up for something like that, the the risk that you take, and you know, they may they may I, I believe they they sign people up from birth on that, man. And they breed people to be in those programs. I don't think you can take someone who has once lived here and put them out there, make them fight, show them all the secrets and stuff, and then expect them to just kiss their family goodbye and live this secretive life. It tries to happen now. It doesn't really work that well. So with that, I'm going to say peace and shalom. Thank you guys for supporting my work. Thank you guys for uh, becoming patrons to uh, enable me to do this and to do my music and everything that I'm bringing to the table. Support is uh, definitely needed. Um, you get a bunch of cool stuff. It's not that you're just 
giving me money or something like that or, or whatever but there's a bunch of stuff that you get in return and i try to make it worth your while you definitely get the bang for your buck i got 10 plus albums some really good stuff if i might add you get 10 plus albums for whatever you want to do a month five dollars a month i mean you do the math on that 10 so if there's 10 albums that's 100 100 bucks if that's all you got was the 10 albums you also get access to a bunch of exclusive content new music before it's released to the general public and you get access to the school of the mystics our thursday night sessions which is our family that's family man you guys show up universal light pure love ministry says what's up brother i want to say that's either aaron fowler or his girl what's up to you guys uh aaron fowler will be on the show soon much love to you and y'all's movement what y'all bring to the table um shout out to everybody in the chat yeah namaste namaste aaron what's up aaron love you brother yep we're gonna have another discussion on my channel soon so looking forward to that and i really enjoyed our talk y'all check them out universal light pure love ministries on facebook and youtube much love guys we'll do it again um yeah i get a lot of i get a lot of um messages about guests to come on the show and i've been reaching out to a lot of them i mean i got um heaven razor from the wu-tang clan because i reached out to him a couple months ago it didn't it didn't happen and then somebody else hit me up and said hey reach out to him i'd love to hear him on your show i responded and said look i've already reached out to him they didn't hit me back whatever but i took that as a sign like okay do it again since this person's message messaging you synchronicity you know, go in and see if they can come on. And we set it up and it happened. So I get a lot of messages from people who you guys listen to, different researchers, artists, musicians, whoever you guys want to see who you think would be a good conversation to get into some deep talk. Spirituality, I try to tie everything into spirituality and biblical mysticism and things. So um, that's that's set up there. Austin, Austin's asking, how much do you have to donate to get to School of the Mystics on Thursday night? Austin, you're already, you're already a patron, man. You have, you have access to that. You sign up for a dollar, one dollar, one shekel, and you, you get access to that. Um, you're already a patron. You should, you should definitely have access to that. So I lost my train of thought. I'm telling you, man, those waves beat the mess out of us. It was fun, but it's scary, too. Like, we could barely go out. It would have killed us. The lifeguards kept making us come in closer and stuff. But it's like a washing machine. Them waves will pick you up and they start tumbling you. You got to tell the kids, put your hands in front of your head, man. Like, I don't want to break your neck because, like, I've hit my neck. Like, it'll pick you up. And it'll be shallow water, too. But the waves come through so big, pick you up and just throw you around and flush you out. So, that was fun. But it beat us up so that's why i'm a little taken back right now joshua says get that train back um man i forgot what i was talking about man i don't even know it probably wasn't important then anyway okay it was about getting guests on so a lot of people reach out to me but forgetting the guest i got a bunch of guests on here people i haven't heard about the guest today was supposed to be a guy named uh taylor bud um who a lot of people listen to and then hit me up and told me to check him out he's supposed to be on I put him on down for today and uh, he didn't didn't show. So, you know, I tried. Um, but 
You're not coming on if you are an angel reincarnated. I think I've established that. <laughs> Joshua says, I was about to say that. Um, I've been told that I would go so far that I would get lost and said I'm being teared apart by a medium. Didn't believe her. I'm going to say get Trump on my show. Yeah, let's get Donald on here. Be awesome. So with that, I'm going to say peace and shalom, guys. Thank you guys for supporting for real. We'll do it again. Let me know who you guys want to see next. Peace, peace. Episode, folks, to hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker.